0: lesson because now I have my big Bible so that ought to scare you I brought my really big Bible here this morning <clears throat> now we're going to look at eight scriptures that will set the the table for Thanksgiving on Thursday we're going to begin with uh, what we ended with the other night and that is Isaiah 25 now you could do this this you could say I'm going to look up every verse in the Bible and you could say I set the end of the year off just right by looking through my Bible. We're going to look at eight scriptures because sometimes as you're reading it, you will want to look at a verse nearby and so on. So our lesson today, we're going to entitle this lesson, I Will Exalt Thee. Uh, Let's read Isaiah 25 and 1, and this will be our Bible lesson, and then uh, it will set the title for us, and then we'll look at seven other scriptures. And uh, <clears throat> how many knows it? It feels good when you praise the Lord. It feels good. So I'm going to do a little theologizing. In other words, I'm going to look at a couple things a little, a little, a little deeper. We tried it the other night. I felt like I felt good about it, but I feel like that I want one more ch- uh, chance to talk about how uh, what Thanksgiving really is—not the day of Thanksgiving, but giving thanks to God. What it really means in terms of the the Christian. Everybody can give thanks. Anybody could give thanks and should give thanks. Um, How many knows the Bible says to give thanks all ye people didn't say just Christians, everybody should give thanks. Um, Now, of course, what's important to the Christian is that the thanks is directed to God and to the truth and to his greatness. And, uh, and that's, of course, what we're here for. Now, let's read it together. Oh, Lord, thou art my God. Can you say that with me? Oh, Lord, thou art my God. Come on, let's lift our hands and tell him that. Lord, we thank you because you are the God of heaven. And you're not just the God of the great creation, but you made me. You know who I am. You know exactly who I am. You know my heart. You know my ways. Oh, Lord, thou art my God. I will exalt thee. Praise God. And so that's the title today of this lesson. I will exalt thee. By the way, I told the church the other night, whatever night it was or whichever time it was, things are going quickly. Sister French has been quite sick all week. And so I don't know if I'm coming or going. I just uh, in between stops, just make sure she's okay. And I thought surely by today she would be pulling completely out of it. And uh, she just it's just been a five day ordeal for her. Uh, someone gave me a little encouragement a minute ago, didn't know it, but said this type of flu is comes. It hits you hard. And then at the very last day, it knocks you for a loop and then it's gone quick. True. I'm not going to tell her that, but uh, I'm just waiting for that very last uh hoorah, and and it's going to go. I believe to today is going to be the day. Does anybody have hope in that God can do what he says he would do? He's able to help us. I will exalt thee. Hallelujah. And so that's our, our lesson today. <clears throat> and I told you the other night that this scripture is now uh, my favorite scripture on Thanksgiving, although every every year I get a brand new scripture that just seems to come alive. But th- and this is it today. I will exalt thee. I will praise thy name. Does anybody know what the name of the Lord is? Now, in the Old Testament, many people are confused by this because they they get into such deep theology about who Jesus was, that they think that Jesus was the son of God. Therefore, there must be a bunch of gods and there's a God over here and a God over there. And then there's another God. No, 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 no. No. Jesus is the only God that there is. That is the only God that there is. Came as Jesus Christ. That's known as the oneness of God. Hallelujah. So, the, but the point I'm going to make is that the name. Now, I I'm a, into Hebrew studies. I took uh, ancient language. I have a degree in it, and so I studied Hebrew and a little bit of Arabic, a little bitty teeny weeny bit of Aramaic, and of course I took several years of Latin, and of course then I took uh, eight years of Greek. So I have what they call an ancient. Uh, they call it an ancient language degree. It's actually just, just nobody cares degree. Nobody cares the least bit about it. But what is interesting to me is that when you study the Old Testament name of God, which the 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 name by which he went was we now pronounce Yahweh, but for many 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 years people thought that the Hebrew pronunciation was Jehovah. How many ever heard the name Jehovah? Well, there's no such Hebrew word. The, the Hebrew doesn't even have a J sound. But but we accepted that because we in English we will say Jesus, although Hebrews, the Greeks would have never said Jesus, they would have said Jesus. See, that's but it's the same word, just pronounced differently because of the language. But in the Old Testament, the name Yahweh meant the I am. It was the way, in other words, God's name was I Am. He's he is the, the great I am. Does anybody know that to be true? He's the great I am. So it doesn't matter. I know things happen and, and, and uh, every week, every day, uh, Circumstance may not in your life, but somewhere some saint of God is is facing what uh, sin in this world brings to to the heart. Sadness and death and all the things that come to the heart. But God knows the he knows what's best for us in the midst of it all. I was thinking, oh, I can't say that I was. Uh, I was going to tell something about myself, but I can't. I thought, was this French gone? I could say what I wanted. But anyway, uh, but I can't tell this. Um, so what will I say? Um, so many times we face situations that we think are wrong. See, for example, now you can judge it. You can judge. It. I don't mind it all. It's Thanksgiving. I can handle it. When my two-year-old was diagnosed With cancer, I could not believe it, because I was a preacher. I was in Chicago. I was pastoring. I was fighting devils with a single whatever. Well, I guess a single bound. You know what I mean. I was fighting the devil, and I was oh, I mean, I just you devil, you just come over here. I'll show you. See, fact of the matter was starting a church in Chicago. I scared out of my wits. Went in there. They said, you'll never go into Chicago and start a church. We had hundreds of people get the Holy Ghost. God poured out the spirit. And the devil got mad and thought he would discourage us by attacking or whatever and coming. And they announced, your son has cancer, two years old. And I want to tell you, the first thing I did was I got in that altar. We built that church. I went to that altar and I was proud of that beautiful altar. I was proud of the fact it was even in that city. They said, you'll never start. There's 42 churches in this little town. You'll never this little suburb. You'll, you'll never get another church here. But God drew them. You know why? Because the truth is marching on and it is powerful. So I knelt at that altar and I said, oh, no, I do not understand it. Why would my own child When I'm preaching healing and faith and hope and. It just doesn't make any sense. The same thing happened uh, during that. That was an ordeal of a little, you know, a few years. And so we we thought maybe we'd even lost him. It was just one of those things where I told God, I don't know what I'll do. I don't know what I'll do. I can't bear the thought I'm going to lose my baby. When I know you're capable, you can do it. We're, we're battling this. I, in fact, I went to the doctor, one of the most famous cancer doctors in the world. And I said to her, I said, my I believe in healing, but the Lord has spoken to us to take him to a prayer meeting. And she said, you can't take that baby anywhere. And I said, I know, but God told me to. What are you going to say to that? What am I supposed to tell God? No. She said, well, maybe, you know, maybe <laughs> See, I, I, my heart races just to think about it. And God touched him and healed him, and it was a marvelous day. And I can look back and I can say to doctor, to the doctor, I won't say her name. Uh, you know, the Lord healed and she can say, wow, something's happened here. And I can look back on that and I can remember all of the things and I can give praise to God. But see, what I'm trying to do is go back before I had the victory. See. Oh, Jesus, I'm trying not to get all emotional. So my my dear pastor friend just did not too far away. I was in the outskirts of Chicago. He was right downtown. And his little boy. I'm not going to give too much detail. I don't want to. I want to just be careful, Lord, because this stuff goes all over the world. I don't want I don't want anybody to to hear this the wrong way. And uh, and uh, we have been praying and praying for his son, who was critically sick. And he told me, he said, "Tell him God's going to heal my boy. This boy's going to be raised up." And while we were in chemo with my son, thinking we're going to lose him. Uh, The pastor in the inner city's son passed. And I mean, I just said, oh, God. First of all, oh, God, this doesn't make sense. They're working their heads off. And they love you and they believe you. And now we've got to bury this beautiful boy. I want to tell you something. So when God touched our need in such a powerful way, I thought, Lord, I I'm so unworthy. See, I'd been looking at it like, Lord, this doesn't seem fair. The fact of the matter was I'm just like everybody else. No, I believe God can, anybody believe God can do anything? He can do anything. He can do anything. Some people blame God. I can't tell you the people. I, I, if there's one thing I get repeatedly, it's people blaming God. They blame God. They say, well, God could have done so and so, you know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> they don't blame the devil who caused it all. They don't blame the devil that brought all this on the earth. They blame God who didn't do a thing. But, of course, you know, philosophically, we wrestle with, Lord, if you could do it, please do it. Please do it. See, in a way, we kind of wish that every day was Christmas and sunshine. See what I mean? And God could make every day Christmas and every day sunny. He could do that. But in a sinful world, God knows what's best. And one of these days, how many knows it? One of these days, hallelujah. Thou art my God, I will exalt thee. I will praise thy name, hallelujah. Is anybody thankful for what the Lord has done in your life? Could you just love him a little bit? I love you, Jesus, hallelujah. For thou hast done wonderful things. Thy counsels of old are faithfulness and true. Hallelujah. But I'm going to tell you something. Now, listen, I'm, I'm going to move on. I know. But listen, folks, if you're praying, I don't ever want to get old. I don't want to wrinkle. You need to stop praying that. Because it's not going to happen. Now, could God take your wrinkles and could God make you so you never got older than 30? Yes. But he won't. And you can struggle all day long with why is the top of your hair coming out? Oh, I'm I'm sorry, I'm talking now. Sorry. Uh, You can struggle all day long (laughs) with all the little things. See, We don't understand. What was that? Sister French, where are you? Uh, Trials dark on every hand. And I cannot understand all the ways that God would lead us to that blessed promised land. Praise God. All right, so let's go on. So thou hast done wonderful things. Thy counsels of old are faithfulness and true. And, of course, you know that it is true. So I will praise his name. So I will exalt Thee. Now, let's go to the second scripture. uh, And we're going to set it up with the word. Everybody say gratitude. Of course, thankfulness is based in gratitude. Gratitude, the the history of the word, you know, they seem like totally different words, but they're not. Thankfulness and gratitude are the same they work together. They're like twins that work together. So we can say, I'm thankful. I'm appreciative. See, I'm just going through the list. This is a little card I got, by the way. I've used it once in a while. So, uh, it was by the way, it was a very nice card. Um, appreciative. I'm content. I'm grateful. I'm indebted. I'm overwhelmed. I'm satisfied. These are just different ways of saying it. Now, let's go to the, to the next one. I want to read uh, just a line from Walsh's uh, famous poem on Thanksgiving. And I want to see if you agree with it. I've used it before, but... Uh, And and how many of us that we just have so much you say, well, maybe you didn't get, you know, I prayed for this or that or whatever. Life is hard or whatever. But you see, we're not asking is life hard. We know why life is hard is because there's sin in the world and man has sinned and we're making our way back to God and we're on our way to heaven. I don't know what people are doing that aren't on their way to heaven. Where I know, I know the problem, but whatever they're thinking, I'm on my way to heaven. I'm not. I'm not looking at this world and saying, "Oh, I didn't. I wasn't a billionaire." I got news for you: billionaires aren't happy either. Okay. So anyway, so here's a little line from his poem: "The struggle ends." I want you to think about whether you like this or not. I, I like it, so I'm using it. The struggle ends when gratitude begins. <laughs> Someone said, I, I was kind of telling you that little story about myself a moment. It wasn't myself, but my my uh, my, my son and situation and uh, I had to look around because I c- couldn't tell that. Uh, and so but I was able to tell it. And so what I was actually telling you was that it, everything changed when we just put it in the hands of God. And said, Lord, I, I, I wish it were this way, but I'm i st- I'm still gonna praise you. Does anybody see what I'm saying here? I'm giving you a Bible principle. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm saying that you need to praise the Lord in the good times and in the bad. <laughs> hallelujah. You need to give him praise. In fact, Sister French, I wish you, oh, hallelujah. Uh, if she were here, we could sing. I'd have her come up and we'd sing and she could go over to the grand and we could sing a little bit about in the good times. Praise his name in the bad times. Do the same in everything. Give the king of kings all the things. Hallelujah. No matter what you're facing. It all begins, it all starts over when you begin to be thankful to God. When you recognize that God's got it all in his hands. For example, when you breathe breathe your last breath and it is appointed unto man. You may not like it. I don't like it. It is appointed unto man once to die. It is going to happen. But God holds our breath in his hands. <laughs> Hallelujah. So to, to me, uh, when we leave here, we're going somewhere else. So I love that old song, Sister French. Sister French I t- don't tell her that I sang a bunch of songs. Because she told me the last time, honey, she's singing way too many songs. I love your voice, but way too many songs. I said, well, if you love my voice, why would you not want me to just sing and sing and sing? Well, because it's a little irritating when you sing. you know. So, and then you ask me for the words. And I, I know, but you know the words, and I don't know the words and so on. So don't tell her that I, I'm trying to hold. I'm trying to hold back here. So I'm, I'm really. I could have sung a whole lot more. All right, but that that song. It's not all that old. But when I was a teenager, they were singing. It has a little rhythm. I'm going up yonder. Anybody going? Anybody on your way home? Hallelujah! Hallelujah! I'm going up yonder to be with my Lord. Oh, I'm going up beyond Anybody going? Hallelujah. You see, it, it it all happens when you start being thankful. So we're talking about being thankful. Okay, now let's go to the next scripture. Now, this one's a little harder, and I've given you a Greek word. Don't faint. We've got oxygen. If you need oxygen, just right through this door, Brother Grady will grab it. There's a tank. We'll bring it in. That will help you. I would say so we, we let's just pronounce it in English as Eucharist. Many people don't know this. I'm, I'm, I'm reiterating it, and I felt like I needed to hit this one more time. We call the Lord's. Listen now, this is not hard, but you're making it hard by not. you got to listen to me. So we take the Lord's Supper, which means the, the 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 wafer and the wine. Jesus said, this is my body. This is my blood. And so we take it and we call it the Eucharist, which is that's a Greek word. That means we call it thankfulness or better. We call it the blessing. See, Eucharist means to bless something. Hallelujah. How many remember the psalm, uh, the uh, the psalm that said, oh, bless, bless the Lord. Oh, my soul. Hallelujah. You know, folks, it's time to quit thinking all the blessings are directed to you. Now, yes, thank God for it. Lord, I, I want every blessing. But I'm not just here to get a blessing. I'm blessing you, oh, Lord. Hallelujah. I'm directing thanks unto you, oh, Lord. That's Eucharist. That means I bless it. So Jesus, see in the scripture here in 1 uh, Corinthians, I messed that up. The Lord, the same night in which, so here's Paul telling us, the Lord in the same night in which he was betrayed took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it. Eucharist. So we call it the blessing. <laughs> Hallelujah. I want you to think about this when you're, when you're thanking God for. So every once in a while, I know you may not. Well, don't do this. I, I'm a little goofy. But so every once in a while, like at Christmas, we open in the gifts. And I'll say, we're going to wait. We're going to pray. And I'm going to read all of the Christmas stories because I'm teasing. I'm going to read one hour of Christmas stories from the Bible, from the King James Bible. And the, and the kids would say, oh! that I would say, no, I'm just kidding. But what I, what I am going to do is I'm going to tell you that there are many children this morning that don't have anything under the tree. But you do. We've been blessed. We did this when we didn't hardly have a dime. We, I, I remember Christmas as Sister French would pray and say, Lord, you got to provide something. And she never complained. Just provide something, Lord, and then some miracle would happen. Has anybody ever seen a miracle? The Lord working out a miracle. So we give thanks. So thanks, thanksgiving and thanking and blessing and praising are really all the same word. They're talking about this, They're They're different words describing the same thing. That is telling God what he is worth. We call that exalting. When we exalt him, we say, I thank you, Lord. I bless you, Lord. I praise you. I know there are three different ways of doing it, but they're all exalting the Lord, showing the world that he's worthy. Nobody is worthy like he's worthy. Hallelujah. Oh, I tell you, I feel good this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay, so that's our, which one is that? How, let me go back. I got to look. You're not helping me. All right, no, number three. We're going to go to the third scripture. Be, here we go. Let's go to the next, uh, next one. Be uh, followers of God, Ephesians 5. Everyone say followers of God. Some of you don't even believe in that. Be followers of God as dear children. In other words, be a good child. <laughs> Walk in love as Christ loved us and given us I know it's hard to see and it's given himself for us an offering. So in other words, he's telling us how we're to follow the Lord. In other words, how we're to express Thanksgiving, be you followers of God, walk in love. So when you're when you have hate now, you know, hate is a feeling that people get when they're struggling. And, and like people say, I could I want to kill him one, one. That was a wife, by the way, telling me that um, I said, well, hold, hold, hold it here just a moment. Before you do, <laughs> remember. <laughs> and I can't tell you that whole story. But anyway, so um, and I said, you, you I, I understand you're feeling that you're feeling that you're, that what he's done. That was that was bad. But you are a Christian and you have to find a way somewhere. Now, you don't have to put up with nonsense, but you still have to love and forgive. Even if you no matter what you do, your heart has to be right when it's all over with the pain and the scars you may never get rid of. But you have to not let that person. And this doesn't I'm just describing a particular incident. But what the, this is what the Lord is saying, you've got to follow me and be filled with love and do like Christ did. He gave himself. He was filled with love. And that's what you've got to do. He's given himself as an offering and a sacrifice to God as a sweet. Smelling. Savor. See, doesn't that remind you of Thanksgiving right there? There it is. Sweet, a sweet smelling savor. And then it goes on to say, well, don't, you know, fornication. Maybe I should read this fornication, uncleanness, covetousness. Don't let that even be named. In other words, it should never even been even talked about among Christians, although it's the church is filled with it today. We know that. Has become saints. Saints are neither filthiness nor foolish talking. In other words, I'm basically describing television. Neither filthiness nor foolish talking nor jesting, which are not convenient. Th- those are not what you should be doing. But as a follower of God, you should uh, look at his footprints and say, This is what Jesus would do. <laughs> Hallelujah really what this is telling us. I'm going to do what what Jesus would do, and I'm going to, you know, just look at him and say, you're not going to change my heart. You may be full of the devil, but I'm not living like that. I'm going to walk with God. Hallelujah. What do you think Noah did when he was building that boat, and they were all laughing their heads off at him? He could have run around, oh, I can't believe they're they're laughing at me. No, he just grabbed a hammer, kept following what God told him to do. Hallelujah. So give thanks. Come on, let's lift our hands and let's give thanks unto the Lord. Lord, I do praise you because in this world of trouble, you're right there with us every step of the way. And we thank you for it. Hallelujah. Now, let's, let's go. I think we're in we um, We'll quit counting at this point. But anyway, we've got a couple more. And so here we have the entrance into the house of God. Uh, At least that's what I'm I don't know, have a clue what that actually is. But since there was a heaven on the other side, I use this particular one. It's kind of an ancient uh, place looking. And so here we are coming into the to the kingdom and the house of God, no matter what the building looks like. When you enter into the house of God, you have entered into the presence of God. I know some churches are deader than doornails. So I don't know how dead a doornail is. But I know some places are, uh, they're, they're, you can come to church and there's no worship whatsoever. But not in apostolic tabernacle. We believe in worshiping God. Hallelujah. We believe in praising God. Now I want you to see how these three things are linked right here in Psalm 100. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving. And now it's going to describe it. And into his courts with what? Praise. Everybody say Praise. Be thankful unto him. That's, of course, he's repeating it. Give him praise. Be thankful and bless his name. Hallelujah. And so it is, Psalm 100. And so we've entered into the presence of the Lord. Now, let me, let me uh, be a pastor for a moment. You can walk into the house of God with a heart that is not receptive to the Lord. See, and then there you will miss it. We used to sing years ago, and I'm not going to sing it. I want you to write that down when you tell Sister French. He didn't even sing it. <laughs> Lord, help me not to sing it. Uh, so um, we used to sing, though, pass me not, O gentle Savior. My grandma used to, <laughs> oh, my goodness. i tell you what, it must be Thanksgiving or something because I am stirred up. Uh, so, and my grandma, she could, I'm, oh, my goodness. She could cook. Oh, my. I mean, I can just see the table spread, but she never let a person sit down at that table. You couldn't even sit at the table. She would say, "Everybody, stand up." She was about this tall. You know, some of the Frenches are short. It's, I'm, you know, I know it's hard to believe, and she was about this tall. And she would say, "Everybody, everybody, stand up. Everybody, stand up. I'm going to pray." <laughs> And she would start praying. Oh my goodness, I, I wish she were here. I wish she could pray here for you today. Oh, I, you you know why I have the Holy Ghost? She prayed me through to the Holy Ghost. You want to know why I'm in the ministry? She told me the Lord was calling me into the ministry. I said, oh grandma, that you th- oh no, no. Yes, baby. Yes, you. I feel it all over you. God's calling you. And she would start the prayer. And she would slap my dad's hand. I'm going to pray first. And she would start praying. She never memorized anything. Not that, not that there's anything wrong with that. But she just started praying. And, and then everyone knew she'd forget that we were about to eat. She did it every time. Hallelujah. She'd do like that. Jesus, and then we knew it was going to be a while, and she would thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus, and then she'd start dancing. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Oh, I tell you, she made an impact on my life. (laughs) Hallelujah, hallelujah. praise God. Okay, okay, let's go to the next now. Uh, Psalm 30, and this is another favorite I'm, I'm talking about this year. Sing unto the Lord, everybody say, Sing unto the Lord. So, you see, I had to sing a little bit. Some of you have been judging me a little. Sing unto the Lord, O ye saints of His, and give thanks. So, all this singing where you're just singing something like, Ho, oh, Hallie, Ho, oh, Hallie, and, and you can't even get the words out, that's not praising God. Ho, oh, I want to, Ho, oh, I want to. I will, I won't, I will, I won't. That's not praising God. I figured I defended everybody. I'd get the rest of you now. Okay, so, um, you know, sometimes people sing words. They don't even know what they're singing. They're not even thinking about the words. It's just the rhythm and the, and the, and the juking that they're, that they're reacting to. That doesn't give praise to God. Someone told me the other day there's some big old thing in Hollywood, and they had a gospel choir in the middle of a bunch of demons And then this gospel choir started singing some words, and what I have no idea, it may even not even be true, but it, it was told me, and I trust the people that told me that. But I tell you what, God didn't get an ounce of glory out of somebody singing in the middle of a bunch of people that don't even believe there is a God, just like the beat and like the rhythm. Now, I understand people liking gospel music, even though they're not Christians. I'm not judging that. What I'm telling you is, when you get to praising God, you need to put a little thanks in there. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. I get criticized all the time, folks. Hey, hey, I'll write a book if you want me to. I get, I get people say. Uh, we know you have a PhD, and, and 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 you you know yes oh yeah, but why do you get so excited? And of course, what I want to say, why are you such a bump on a log? But I don't see. I'm too. I'm nice about it. I could say, well, why why don't you ever? Get a little joyful about what the Lord has done in your life. I mean, I I have a hard time believing what you have is the same thing I have. When you never have any expression of thanksgiving and joy for it. I I would never say do like I do because I don't expect people to worship for me. And I I don't like them trying to worship for me either. I'm not telling you that you should worship like I worship. You should worship with thanksgiving in your heart be like you know the the mother said tell tell the tell the man thank you thank you well that's not what they meant they didn't mean say the words thank you <laughs> they didn't even mean thank you listen when you say thank you like that you didn't mean thank you that's almost like sacrilege you know what i mean it's almost like a joke when someone says say thank you now if if someone just gave you i want to tell you when you Give something to a child. Now, most children wouldn't do. I'm just describing an ungrateful child. But most children, you give them a little something, like the the kids that come by and you know and you know just a little something. Here, here's here's a little. The other day, I had one of my. I'm famous for gummy bears, and I had a little a little red gummy bear, and I had my hand behind its head. By the way, I have a ten pound gummy bear, but I don't tell anybody. So, I would move its head and i would talk to the it was a very little child and i would say how are you i'm a gummy bear i was good they were like i was just like the heart of a child just grateful for just a little something that someone hands to them and and, of course, I know children have to be careful. I understand. But what I'm telling you is that when we, when we get the heart of a child that says, Lord, I, I, I'm going to sing because you, Lord, everything you've done, every memory I've got of you is glorious and, and wonderful. Put your hands together and thank God. Come on, let's thank God for his mighty works in our lives. Hallelujah. Okay, now I'm going to go very quickly. I, I wanted to read all that, but write down Psalm 30 so you can read it Thanksgiving before you eat. Read the whole psalm just before you eat on Thanksgiving. Hallelujah. See, I can get away with this just today only. This is a one-day-only Bible lesson. Now, we're going to 1 Thessalonians. Now, I found this picture, and I decided I'm going to use it. I don't care. Rejoice evermore. Pray without ceasing. Hallelujah. In everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Hallelujah. I don't think that little fella knows how to read. Now, he might. And I don't know who who that is. I just found the picture and I said, I'm going to use it this one time. But in everything, how many knows we ought to give God thanks for what he's done? And, And sometimes you have to get your mind off of the difficulties. I'm not saying it's easy. And get your mind on the blessings of God. Someone once said, count your blessings. You need, to, you need to look at In fact, there's a gospel song that says it, but I'm not going to sing it. Okay, let's go to the next one. First uh, Chronicles 16. Let's read it. Hold on. Let me see if we have one more. One more. One. Yeah, just one more. Here we go. Let's read it together. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord for he is good. Come on, help me. For his mercy endureth forever. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay, so there we go. Let's read it one more time. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. For his mercy endureth forever. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. Now, for many years, that's been my favorite. And uh, I haven't abandoned you. I still love you as a, as a major scripture, but I've just got a few favorites this year. All right, now, we're going to end with Psalm 107. Let's let's stand all across the sanctuary. I'm going to end with Psalm 107. I'm just going to read the one verse and uh, I want to say as we read it that this is the expression of the Lord that he longs for you and for me to give thanks. Now, this doesn't mean that God needs it and that he is like a child and he needs a pat on the head. It doesn't mean that because God doesn't need anything. I know that God doesn't need anything. He is completely whole without ever creating man. And yet he did and he enjoys and he, he inhabits the praises of his people, but he needs our praise so that we will be able to express and be thankful because that is the heart of God. We become like him when we are filled with blessing and praise. Hate, God is not hate. How many knows the Bible says God is love, not hate. Someone said, well, I hate people, but I I love God. So what? The Bible said if you hate people and you claim you love God, you're a liar. That's cuckoo. Say, I'm full of love, but I hate people. Well, you're not full of love then. I don't mean you don't have any love. I'm just trying to tell you, you need to deal with it. And God says, oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness. Could we just praise the Lord? Let's clap our hands for his goodness. God has blessed you and he's blessed me. Hallelujah. And for his wonderful works to the children of men. Let's lift our hands and thank God for the word. Father, I pray for Thanksgiving. I pray for every family. Pray for blessing right now. Touch Sister French, Lord, others that are sick, needs and circumstances. Lord, I just feel like you've made this day a special day, a Sunday where we could worship God and give you praise. And we magnify your wonderful name and exalt you, Lord, with thanksgiving blessing.